The extreme volatility of GameStop, which at times resulted in trading being restricted, has put the spotlight on one controversial trading app in the middle of all of this, Robinhood. Let's break down what Robinhood's all about. I'm Roger Chang, this is your Daily Charge. Here to shed some light on the insanity is Oscar Gonzalez, who has been all over the story for the past week. So at this point, everyone knows about the massive run-up of GameStop stock, although at this point, it's it's a bit on a decline this morning. We'll see where it actually goes. But let's talk about the trading app that really has been a play a central role in this run-up, and that's Robinhood. Can you briefly describe what Robinhood is? Sure. So Robinhood is its own investing app. Uh, it launched... Um, well, launched 2015, and it was designed to be for, to get investing for the people. It's to democratize investing where there's no fees, and it's been a hit with millennials. That makes primarily uh, of its uh, app users are millennials who want to either learn how to invest or try different, in, try to put their money in different stocks. It's It's become very big, especially... Uh, as we uh, all become aware of uh, with the uh, the subreddit Wall Street Bets. Right. And really, it, before this all hit over the last week or two or three, it's important to note that Robinhood had become extremely popular over really the last year during the coronavirus lockdown, right? With a lot of people at home, a lot of folks with disposable income, younger folks, uh, and not much else to do. Investing and trading through Robinhood had been a like a, a sort of a new trend. So I'm curious how Robinhood works differently than some of these other services because we've got E-Trade, TD Ameritrade, a number of these brokerage firms that also allow for trades. How does Robinhood set itself apart? Well, one of the big reasons why what sets it apart, as well as being a big reason why it's popular with Wall Street Bets, is that it allows for all these extra options. When it comes to trading stocks, uh, it allows you to uh, uh, do puts and all these, you know, terms that are essentially bets. Hence the reason why Wall Street Bets likes it so much, because you could go in, you could put in a couple hundred bucks and you could actually take some money out on margin. And that means you borrow the money so you can make these bets on on stocks. And a lot of other apps don't do that. There's uh, Acorns and SoFi and there's all these other investing apps that do allow you to buy shares and uh, do it for free like Robinhood. But they, they don't let you do all these different bets and different options that you can actually make really big money very quickly. And that's why with Wall Street Bets... Uh, it's become such a big deal there because that's kind of they created this environment where you say, "Hey, I'm gonna spend. I just got a. Uh, I just got my student loans, and I'm gonna put it all on Apple." And they just cheer you on, just like, "Yeah, do it," and try to make a lot of money, or try to lose a lot of money. They cheer you on that you lose money. So that's why they go to Robinhood because you can't really do these kind of bets at a at these other apps or even like your bank. Your your bank may let you do different kinds of investing, but it doesn't let you do all the very intense and very risky, but also big returns uh, bets like uh, like Robinhood does. Yeah, you mentioned big returns, but really big losses. There's a reason why a number of these investment mechanisms, thinking things like investing in puts and stock options, 
though those are there's a huge potential for losses with this kind of investing. Traditionally, this has been really been reserved for more institutional investors. You know, that's part of the reason why it's caused some controversy, right? Like this is a company that even before all the GameStop hoopla has been a company that has courted some controversy and some criticism for the way that it's gamified the investment process, right? Uh, yeah, especially last year. Uh, there was a bug uh, that happened last year, or uh, it, it was kind of uh, between last year and the year before, where people were able to deposit $1,000, and they were able to borrow essentially an infinite amount of money from Robinhood. So you were having like these young guys in their early 20s, maybe like late teens, who were all of a sudden putting in these uh, short sales and these other options for stocks. And within seconds, they were down $50,000, $80,000. And they all kind of cheered for that, though. Uh, so it's... It, it that became a that's when Robinhood really got on a lot of people's uh, radar because all of a sudden these kids were losing out on big money and they were you know there were some people that uh, I believe there was at least one who uh, took their life uh, because of it it is it's a risk that you're putting in the hands of people that can't even drink yet. And they're being cheered on by other people that are saying, hey, if you do this, you can make a lot of money quick and things get out ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know Robinhood had been a darling of Wall Street bets for a long, long time. But then last week happened, uh, the, the, the trading around GameStop and some of these other stocks like AMC and Cost, they're going out of control. And some of the activity, some of the, the trading activity was restricted. Certain options were restricted, uh, and that incurred the wrath of uh, of a bunch of redditors. What happened? Well, Robinhood they put out a blog on Friday to explain what happened. Essentially, a lot of this the in the case of Robinhood on Thursday, they said to people with GameStop shares and uh, a lot of other stocks like you mentioned, AMC uh, and uh, Nokia. They were the stocks that Wall Street Bets was really getting behind on. Robinhood said, hey, we are going to prevent you from buying any of these stocks. All you can do is sell them if you have them. And everybody obviously was upset because, hey, they wanted to make money. Their explanation was that their clearinghouse, which is done internally, um, they, with the regulations that the SEC put in since the 08 crash, they said, hey, we Basically, we needed to have a certain amount of money on hand per regulations in order to cover these trades that were going at an incredible rate. I had I heard they were going at a rate of ten billion per day or even like per hour. It was a crazy number. So you're having these tons of money that's going back and forth, and all those trades they take two days to clear at a clearinghouse that does all these. Well, trades. Uh, it's kind of like the way a bank works. When you when you take uh, when you go use your debit card at a store, that store doesn't get their money until a couple of days through the banks when the banks do all their work. And that regulation was put in by the SEC since the crash. Just like your bank 
has to have a certain amount of cash on hand so it doesn't run out of money like the Great Depression. And that's why th those regulations were put in place. So these clearinghouses, uh, they were basically saying to each other, to Robinhood, hey, you guys need to have a certain amount of money on hand or we're not going to trade with you. And that's really bad. If, uh, if clearinghouses say, hey, we're not going to trade with you anymore, that's it. You're done. That's what happened uh, to Bear Stearns in 08, where every other trader, trader was just saying, hey, we're, right. you are too risky. We're done with you and things go under. So that's why they had to stop it. And in the case of other apps like TD Ameritrade and SoFi and Webull, mm -hmm. those other apps were doing the same thing where they they don't they don't they're not big enough to have their own clearinghouse. So they go to these third party clearinghouses and the, those clearinghouses, they do all the trades for mm -hmm. like Webull. But then all of a sudden, the clearinghouses, they're saying, hey, this is getting risky. You need to have a lot of money on hand. And we were saying the same thing. Hey, we're going to stop trades because we don't have that kind of money. Uh, TD Ameritrade, which, which is a huge bank, they're saying the same thing. It's just like, hey, we're going to let you buy stocks, but we're not going to let you do any crazy trades uh, because we, we, we don't have all that money. So that's essentially what it is, is that they needed money on hand for these huge numbers of trades going on. And a lot of these a lot of these firms didn't have it. Right. And now it wasn't just the traders that or the Reddit traders that expressed anger at firms like Robinhood. And really Robinhood took a a big, big bulk of the criticism, but it wasn't just them, right? There were a number of high profile lawmakers that that weighed in, right? Who 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 else kind of started bashing or got on the train to bash firms like Robinhood? Uh, the first one was Rashida Tlaib. So uh, that's the representative uh, from Michigan. And she she uh, she tweeted out saying that, hey, there should be a hearing on this. Would you stop people from trading? Uh, if that's a service you offer, you should be able to provide that service, especially when it comes to people that are you know regular people they're not hedge funds they're not billionaire uh stock traders they're just regular people uh then right after that then you had the uh unlikely double team from uh representative uh alexandria ocasio-cortez from new york and senator ted cruz from texas where they both agreed yeah there should be a hearing although uh, after after their their agreement on that, they they got a little feisty with each other on Twitter, <laughs> but uh the but the New York uh, State Attorney General Letitia Clark she uh, also came down on Robin Hood said they're looking at it SEC uh, the Securities Exchange Commission that in charge of the stock market they're looking at it so now lawmakers and regulators and attorney generals they are all pointing uh they're putting the magnifying glass on robin hood for what they did hence the reason why robin hood put out this blog trying to uh you know trying to uh clear everything up uh so we'll see what happens from there yeah there's been a lot of controversy a lot of criticism criticism for this company although you have to keep in mind it does not slow down its momentum robin hood was the top free app on both apple and google's app store last week We'll see if that continues into this week as the craziness, well, continues. 
Oscar, thank you for your time. You can check out all of his GameStop coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.